you stop playing, nigga. Y'all nigga know what the fuck going on. Big 4L. Big steppers. Big footprints. Pussy. Hey, big four ill, the biggest. I'm back. I'm back and better than ever, man. Uh, I'm feeling much, much better. I want to thank everybody for the um the well wishes and the and the and the praise. But uh no, nah, Drifting Joe held it down last week. Like I knew they would Like I knew they would, you know. That's that's oh, the yeah. that's the beauty. That's the beauty of having capable people around. Like, you know, they gonna handle things and everything gonna be everything, but we are all back. We are whole again. We got drift up in the bed. Am I? How you living, Chief? I'm doing good, man. Uh, it was it was a uh, it was an interesting episode without you. It's kind of strange, but me and Joe we uh, we chopped it up for uh, for a good hour there, and uh, it was a good time. But pumped to have you back, and you're feeling better, so so that's always good. But uh, Joe, how you feeling, man? Man, feeling good. Feeling good. For those who don't know, we've been kind of building the 4L squad go check us out on TikTok we got Dylan and Cam running that and we got Josh running the Instagram and Patreon so subscribe to the Patreon uh, articles are going to start being exclusive subscribe to the Patreon man shout, man. shout out to the, the 4L family bro I said it in the space a couple weeks ago, bro. This 4L shit bigger than life, bro. I put this 4L shit above my family and friends, bro. This 4L shit is life. Hell yeah. We're build we're building it up. We got we got the long-term vision. We uh we're gonna be around for a while and we're investing in it. So hopefully it'll it's gonna keep building. Hey, when we get the 4 YouTube page on, that's when everybody gonna see like ah that, that like that's when it's gonna be head tops for real. That's when in the works. YouTube, that's in the when works. The YouTube, when a YouTube page get cranking, that's when it's gonna be like all right, now they doing content, content, but baby steps, one step at a time. We gonna be gonna we gonna give a double salute to our uh to our sponsors, man. Man, shout out to Top Tier Solar Solutions, man. Listen, it's that time of year, especially with the with the with the weather getting cold and everything. It's that time of year, man. Top Tier Solar Solutions, man. Hokie Nation, this for y'all, man. And how you can cheer on exit light on your power bill with unmatched customer service and top of the line American made products. Top Tier can help you get rid of your power bill for good. If you want to learn how you can reduce your energy costs and take advantage of the massive energy tax credit, call them today. Also, for a limited time, use the code VT4L for your first six months free. Call or text 757-805-0573 for more info. Top tier Top tier solar solutions, man. They also cover all of North Carolina, Virginia, and Maryland. Yes, the mid. If you in the mid Atlantic and you trying to get in on this, on this, uh, on this solar wave, because I'm in the seven five seven, bro. I'm seeing more and more panels, man. I'm seeing it, bro. I'm seeing the wave. Motherfucker still fucking with gas and all this other crazy shit. Listen. That fossil fuel shit is about to be over with, bro. I'm going to tell y'all some real shit. I mean, we going to be allowed to see it. But the grand churn, our grand churn, that fossil fuel shit going to be over with, bro. I'm telling y'all some real shit. It's but a man, new era. It's a new era like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Top Tier Solar Solutions, man. Showing and if you're worried about upfront cost there's tax credits that help cover all this it's actually a really good investment i mean if i had a home in virginia i'd do it right now yes if i could quote a prophet dj envy like why would i use my own money when i can use somebody else's you know shout out to dj envy by the way but uh let's get into it man we coming off bad week 
it's a it's not a short week, but we're playing on Thursday. We're gonna get into all of that. So you know the guys are back practicing and everything like that. But uh, with with Babcock has been he's been in the news. Uh, our good friend Andy Bitter he, he pulled the receipts and he uh he broke out the um he broke out the out of conference scheduling which uh kind of caused a bit of an uproar. I ain't gonna say an uproar. The uproar is a bad word, but it kind of was like with Babcock, what the fuck are you doing? Which um our resident with Babcock, I don't wanna say a hater because Whip Babcock don't do enough shit to get hate. He be getting like his well-deserved slander. Our our resident Whip Babcock slanderer, uh, Joe Rogers, man. What's going on with Whit and his scheduling, man? This out-of-conference scheduling. What's going on with Whit, man? So they moved, they moved JMU back here and added Wofford. Uh, the scheduling looks pretty bad, man, For especially for the home matchups. And, you know, 2025, the only real good game out of conference we got on that schedule, South Carolina. And we're playing that in the Mercedes Dome down in Georgia. So, I mean, the scheduling is completely subpar. It honestly just looks like something a Sunbelt team would do. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say we have an SEC team with Vanderbilt, but come on, man. And why, why is Old Dominion still on the schedule? Why couldn't they just kick Old Dominion and then throw Wofford in there? Like, sums up with that, man. ODU is like a 10-year joint. It's the yeah. EC, it's the new ECU schedule. I mean a new ECU hmm. situation. Good comparison. Yeah. And the crazy part about it is the next year in 2026, we have three Virginia schools at home. VMI, Old Dominion, and James Madison, which is nuts. All the small schools basically, except for Liberty and William and Mary. Um yeah, schedule's looking pretty bad. Uh, out of out of Vanderbilt, Old Dominion, Wofford, James Madison, VMI. Honestly, the, the best opponent is Vanderbilt, which is ridiculous. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe the maybe like nobody wants to come to Blacksburg, and I, I I don't I don't really doubt that that that's a that that's a thing. But I feel like you gotta be able to get somebody. You know what I mean? Like maybe none of the you know mediocre programs want to come, but I feel like some of the the upper tier programs like a Tennessee or I don't know, Florida or I don't know, Ole Miss yeah. or some shit. Like you got to get something. I'm just know. happy to be playing Maryland in 2026. I'm, I, we got to go to that game. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. that's in college. That's in college park. And what a lot of people don't know is college park is literally like five minutes from DC it's inside the Beltway, people. That is a DC school. That is not no Maryland school. That is that I consider that shit a DC school. Yeah, uh, like a DMV school, yeah. Definitely a D, one hundred percent a DMV school is inside the Beltway. Um, so you don't got to. So we we can get into some all kinds of wild, bussy field shenanigans in DC, <laughs> and then go to the game. Coupon <laughs> search for anybody. We're gonna be in DuPont Circle, like tasting the China, the finest Chinese whores. Our DuPont Circle, man. Shout out, shout out to DuPont Circle, man. I remember I was in DuPont Circle, man. This is no lie, bro. My boy Duran, I tell y'all this shit. He was with me. I think this was the same weekend we was playing West Virginia in 2017, and I was staying up there at the time, and we was in DuPont Circle. And this fat Mexican dude in a toga with a full face of makeup, like, he walked past me. He said, hola. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I want, hey, shout out to the LGBT, bro. I don't want no smoke, bro. <laughs> I don't want no trouble. Bro. I don't want no smoke, man. I ain't trying to go out like Jock, man. I'm sure I'm chilling. But uh yeah man we gotta go to DC for the uh Merlin game, bro. That's gonna be dumb lit. Even if it's like 17 hokey fans in the crowd, let let it be us, bro. That game's gonna be fun. Now we're like taking a, it over. I feel like a lot of hokey fans would be at that game. Isn't yeah, DC oh, one of the one of the biggest uh cities yeah, for Virginia Tech alumni? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a big hub. 
We're taking uh, it over, man. The whole ball. all the all the engineers go to DC. <laughs> I believe that. Go work for the and government they, or something. No, nah, they fucking work on construction sites and carry the iPad and ask when shit is gonna be uh finished. Never yeah. swung a hammer in their life. Sounds about right. <laughs> guys, when do you think we're gonna be done, guys? <laughs> fucking Actually, a lot of uh, our guys with the uh BIT majors end up in the DC Northern Virginia area too. Mm-hmm. On the job site, just existing, not doing shit. Don't know what, don't know, couldn't tell you what a Phillips head screwdriver was or shit. Shout out to all the engineers that don't know nothing, man. Shout out to y'all, bro. Um, We finished with this shitty ass scheduling. Shout out to Whit Babcock. Shout out to Whit Babcock, yeah. man. The GOAT. Ain't no shout outs to Whit Babcock. He stinks. <laughs> hey, shout out to Whit Babcock, bro. A legend. Now, let's get to these last. It's 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 been a it's been an interesting weekend. Um, I had a miserable weekend gambling college football. Oh my god, I had a miserable weekend. But um, we gonna get into the last. I and I, I listened to last week's episode. Obviously, I did. And, um, I I had my worst weekend. I was not dodging the uh the week seven smoke. I was dying. I wasn't dodging the smoke. Um, let me be clear. I'll, I'll take my L's for every L I took uh, for for when that happened. But uh, we're going to get into these week eight lives, I believe. Uh, season goes so fast. Oh, it's flying by. The, 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 the game of the week for last week, it was a big-ass game, big environment, big noon Saturday. Uh, Penn State, I, w- I turned out to be a liar. Uh, Penn State defense held on for as long as they could, but Ohio State and Mark almost – damn, you know I'm burnt the fuck out. Number 18 from Ohio State went crazy. <laughs> and, um, yeah, man, it was, a, it was a great game. I felt like Penn State need just a little bit more juice with the wide receivers, and maybe they could have made me a truth teller, but I'm a liar. Joe and Drift told the truth, man. That was a good game, man. What y'all thought about that game? Uh, honestly, I did not see this game because I was at Cincinnati's game during the same time. So I wasn't really watching. I was checking the scores. Um, but from what I heard, just sounded like the environment at Ohio Stadium just kind of wore them out. It was pretty even match the whole time. Nah, it won't even it won't even match. The di- the difference of the game is Ohio State had number 18 and Penn State had nobody that could get open. They would them receivers was in I can't even think of a Pennsylvania uh state penitentiary. County. They was in Allegheny County. They was they were they was locked, locked down. Up. Matter of fact, they was in an Ohio joint. I can't think of no Ohio prisons, but god <laughs> damn, them boys. Could nobody get open? Shout out to Keandre Lambert, man. This ain't this ain't directed at you, man. Seven five seventeens, but uh, you was in jail, my boy. Shout out, though. Should have came to Virginia Tech, but uh, thanks. <laughs> had your ass in jail, my boy. Um, but I lied. Joe and Drift told the truth. Uh, Buckeyes took care of business late. We move on to Tennessee at Alabama. My daddy and my stepmama was at this game. My daddy told me he was up in the um, he was up up in the uh, not the skybox. That's NBA games, but the suite. He was up in the suite. Said he was drinking Mick Ultras, having a good old time. It was kind of hairy at first. It was it was scary yeah. at first for Alabama. Tennessee made a game of it, but uh, Alabama did Alabama things, man. But it came down to it. I told the truth. I had Bama minus nine and a half. Drift and Joe had the Tennessee Vols. <clears throat> um, y'all got any comments from that game? Yeah. That such a strange game. <laughs> like Tennessee kind of dominating in the first half and then completely different game in the second half. But once uh once I saw Joe Milton like clowning on Bama, it was is raps. You knew you knew Bama was gonna come out and uh and smoke him after that. So I figured yeah, they'd cover the nine points, but 
They almost did. They almost had that backdoor cover. Yeah, they almost backdoored at the end. Them refs, man, they were on some shit. Like I saw Bama got one penalty the whole the whole game. I saw they had Buddy around the neck when he was about to get back, back there in the backfield. Like it was bad. Yeah, yeah they were definitely the, at the home field refs. refs. That's for sure. The refs did not like me this week at all. Yeah, I was getting hoed by the refs even during NFL Sunday. I got hoed all game, all, week. all weekend long. Yeah, I'm just getting fucked by the refs. Yeah, man. Shout shout out to the refs. Shout out to all referees. Pitt. Pitt lost. And we all well, I knew, me and Drift definitely knew after Pitt Super Bowl versus Louisville, they was definitely gonna come and uh let down the week after. That's the the ACC way of things. Uh, you get that big upset against that team that shit on themselves for having expectations. Then you go right back to being shitty, man. You don't build on it. You don't grow from it. Nothing. No, it was just a fluke win, and then no, they go back to being the shitter. So, uh, yeah. me and Drift told the truth. We took care of that business. Man, I also kids. got screwed in that game because <laughs> Velair was past the first down line when he went to slide, and they rolled it like a whole yard and a half back. Like that would have ended the game. That was pretty I got crazy. absolutely ACC ref tings. Shout out to those pit helmets, though. Them white jumps, them shits was tough. Let me find yeah, out Pitt, Pitt does got have the, some fire colors. Let me find out Pitt got the Nike plug before us, bro. Everybody does, man. That Whip Babcock special. The truth of the decade. <laughs> All three 4L members had the <laughs> UV. Now, we ain't have them winning. <laughs> but we all hey. had them. We all had them. Hey, shout out to the Tar Heels, bro, for proving the 4L, not even a myth at this point. It's the truth. If you're not Clemson of Florida State and you got ranking and you got expectations, you are going to diarrhea yourself against a shitter. You're going to have a shitter game. It's just going to happen. Yeah, I mean, la- last week on the podcast, we were talking and Joe originally picked UNC this game. And and then I convinced him to switch. And then I call, I called. I was like, bro, if, if it happens, it's going to happen this week. Like, the, they're going to legit win the game. <laughs> sure. You, go. you saved me. Sure. I did. I said, I said, if it happens, just let it be known that I called that shit. <laughs> and sure enough, that's yeah, crazy. Man. Crazy. You cannot, you cannot, as an ACC team, boy, once that rank. Like once you get to four and oh, five and oh, six and oh, like oh the fuck up is coming. <laughs> once you hit six and oh, it's a wrap. Like, bro, you definitely yeah. gonna fuck one up. It's always after they have a big game and then they mm-hmm. face a shit team. Like they they play like UNC played Miami the week before, which was a good team. Mm-hmm. Like had Miami not had that crazy loss. You know, they would have been undefeated. It would, it would have been a major matchup. Yeah, Miami had, matchup. Miami had their fuck up. Yep. <laughs> yep. So then so then UNC gets the win and then was bound for their fuck up. I mean, well, I think we're creating a formula here. <laughs> Man, I've been saying it on this podcast for years. Like that ACC team that gets that ranking. Like UVA just got to get 25 by their shit. You know they're losing that game every time. They don't yeah. even got to be top. If you put a 25 by you, UVA can receive votes and they're going to fuck up the next week. Like, God damn, y'all ain't even ranked yet. Shit. <laughs> Any yeah. sort of expectations and you start flopping. Flopping all over the place. Is is the world going to turn? ACC is always going to be perceived as a weak-ass conference because the shitty teams are – not that far from the elite ones, like when it comes to talent on the field. Like Vanderbilt will never upset LSU. They're not built to do it. <laughs> right. But shit, UVA can beat UNC. It's just the way it goes. Say CC, yep. baby. Can't handle success. Can't, damn sure can't handle no success. Uh the truth, the truth for the night for me. Uh, Florida State, and this was a bit of a close game until uh Riley Leonard got hurt. 
Uh, and once I saw the backup quarterback for Duke come in and he had shout out to every I got I got locks. I can say this shit. But once I seen the quarterback with locks, I said, Oh yeah, it's a riggedy rap. He ain't about to compete, no passes. But uh yeah, man, FSU, it was looking like a Duke truth until Riley Leonard just couldn't go no more. But uh did y'all watch that game? No, I, I did not I did not watch this one either. Um I was clocked out for the night, but I was checking the scores and I was, I mean, honestly, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty locked in on Duke covering. So I just thought it was, thought it was a lock, but I guess not. Duke's defense is really good. I thought it was completely locked down. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. I spent most of the day betting on the UFC fights. I had a perfect card. I went 10 and 0 on bets. I gave everybody the, the recipe and TP. Yeah, and I ain't make one playoff them shits. I should have followed you. And I gave everybody two parlays, two four-leg parlays that hit. So if you want UFC bets, you should probably hit me up. But I'm clearly better at that than picking college football. Yeah, yeah. You've been on the, you've been on the, you've been on skid row, ladies and my boy. But uh no, nah, I should have followed those UFC plays. But see, the thing about these UFC people, see, I grew up in the era of UFC where the motherfuckers was Brazilian and shit. You know, Tiago Silva and Anderson Silva and all these motherfuckers. Now these motherfuckers is shakalaka vaka and all that. I can't, man, I can't do all this shit, man. These motherfucking crazy Kazakhstan. Yeah, they, once we let the Eastern Europeans get in it, bro, they took over the shit. I can't say these names, man. I'll be betting the wrong people and shit. <laughs> lot, they not letting the streets go, man. They ran the Brazilians right up out the sport. <laughs> Shout out to the Eastern Europeans, bro. The motherfuckers done took it's over funny shit. You say that because they, they literally cheated a Brazilian <laughs> in this main event. They cheated Johnny Walker. I would have cheated a Brazilian too. Who would you going to do? Tell a Eastern European that he lost? Hell no. You got it, bro. They even got Ooh, one-eyed God. motherfuckers winning. <laughs> like, yeah. shit, you Damn right, man. Shout out to the Eastern Europeans, my dominating combat sports. The lie of the week. All of us had USC. The Caleb Williams dream is over. Um, Is this his first losing streak? No, because he lost the Pac-12 championship and then lost to Tulane in the bowl. USC is on a losing streak. Um, I've seen some shitty takes regarding Caleb Williams should sit out the rest of the season. You know what I hate about the media? You know what I hate about the media? The media says things like, should Caleb Williams sit out for the rest of the season on Twitter? And then they go to the talk shows and says, who the fuck said that? He needs to play. Like, yeah, they they create the narrative and then they question <laughs> the narrative. It's the most bullshit thing ever. <laughs> they do that shit all the time. They they do that a lot too with like players uh, that like that that should say no to get drafted by a team. They'll be they'll go on Twitter and be like, oh, that player shouldn't play for that team. They should say no to get drafted, and then they'll go on the talk show and be like, who the fuck is saying that? <laughs> right, you said it. Do y'all think his Heisman hopes are done? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to like go back to back with a Heisman anyway. Like, you gotta have a you gotta have a better year to go back to back with the Heisman. Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna say it's done yet because they still got big games. I think they still gotta play Washington. I think they still gotta play Oregon, and they still gotta play UCLA. So he can definitely still get back. He can still get back to New York. Obviously, Penix, uh, Penix will probably more than likely be there. He can beat Penix head to head. Uh, Drake May is probably going to end up in New York too. So I, I think it's still a lot of football left to be played. And the fact that you know nobody's team, as far as the Hasman people are dominant and undefeated and all that shit. I think Washington still is. But um if USC was to beat Washington, that would, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, cause who's the Hasman race right now? It would be Caleb, Penix, Drake JJ, May. JJ McCarthy. 
JJ McCarthy's got the highest odds, right? right JJ McCarthy, Dark yeah, Horse, you Jaden Daniels, Dark Horse, Jaden Daniels from LSU, Jordan Travis. Mm. Fuck no, nah, no, <laughs> nah. Yeah, you got to put no. yours in. I think yours deserves some some love. Yours not even playing this week. Oh, he's gonna be out. Yeah, yours is not playing this week. But he's coming back. And this and that quarterback they got taking first string reps. He looks like uh, he looks like a fucking Greek god. Like how the fuck you play quarterback being that goddamn big? Like they got their own uh, Matt Johnson. Yeah, they got a they got Matt Johnson with locks playing quarterback <laughs> this week. Matt Watson, big motherfucker playing quarterback. Like hold on now, bro, you a linebacker. Oh, oh, the Clemson lie of the week. Shout out to Clemson, bro. <laughs> hey, Clemson been on brand this year, brother. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> most Clemson year um, ever. This is the most Clemson year ever. And, um, you know, I was up. And I and I did watch the Clemson-Miami game. And I was hanging in the Clemson spaces after the game. And you know the craziest shit I heard up in the Clemson spaces? The craziest shit I heard is the Clemson fans was like, we don't have any money to compete. And I said, bro, come on. That's what I'm saying. I think the money shit is just cult, bro. It's I think it, all it, these money, every bro. every fucking team that loses says the same shit, bro. I remember my my buddies at Michigan said that they didn't have money to recruit like Alabama at Michigan. Michigan got, Michigan got more money than everybody but Texas. <laughs> it's crazy. My, it is nasty. Yeah, they were saying they don't got the money to compete with the Texas A&Ms, and I mean, it sounded honestly. I was in the, I was in two Clemson spaces. They sounded like Virginia Tech spaces. Like we don't got dogs no more. We don't got money. You know what happened? Dabo yeah. lost touch. I mean, Dabo did throw K Klubnik under the bus. Uh, he said he didn't call for K to pull the ball on the goal line, and Kate did his own thing. That was a quote. I mean, direct quote. He said, Kate did his own thing. He's throwing his quarterback under the bus, man. What's going on with Dabo, y'all? He's losing it, bro. He double, he tripled down on his on his philosophy, and his philosophy failed, and now he's blaming everybody else. Yes. He is the guy that said Clemson was built on NIL, and that's Jesus' name, image, and likeness. The, the program died that day. The program yeah. died that day, bro. Jesus, Jesus, don't bring Jesus into this, man. Jesus don't co-sign that dumbass shit you talking about, man. Dabo's done, man. He's spiraling. It's kind of Shane Beamer-esque. It's hilarious to watch. It's funny when it's not your coach, you know? Yeah, it's always hilarious when it's oh, not yeah. your coach. And it's always funny because it's, it's Clemson. It, it makes it even funnier that it's Clemson. Uh, do you, uh, question for you guys. Do you think this changes anything about Clemson's uh, departure of the ACC if they, like, continue this mediocre downward spiral? Like, if they're, like, a just a above-average team, are they going to still have the same pull to go to a different conference? Yeah, I think they still have the same pull because I'm pretty sure they'll still pack that stadium. They'll still do their it, their it take thing and – Clemson is still like a brand, kind of like Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is still it's hanging on on life support, but yeah, still Virginia a good, Tech still is still a, a brand. brand. Clemson will always still be a good brand that yep. people will like because you, you got South Carolina, you you know you got Atlanta, you got the Carolinas. Those are good yeah. people, good markets and shit. So, and like in South Carolina, the only other team there is obviously South Carolina, and they're not really in a position to compete in the SEC. So I feel like Clemson's always going to have a little bit of a leg up in terms of fans. You know, South Carolina's kind of got that cap on them. Yes, indeed. Shout out, shout, out to, shout out to Clemson, man. I mean, the dynasty's over. I've never seen a coach self-sabotage. But, uh, hey, fuck it. Do you think he Somebody just wants out? Do you think he's trying to get out and get – Positioned for that Bama job when Saban inevitably retires here in a couple of years. 
Yeah, I mean the thing yeah. is, if he, if he wants to be the Bama coach and he played at Bama and all this other, and he's from Bama, mm-hmm. but them Alabama people, and I know Alabama, like I said, my my family is Alabama fans. Like I said, they don't want you can't self sabotage. You can't fail up to Bama, like not no more. Like if he was coming all, like you got to be doing good. They went and Bama went and got Nick Saban from the Dolphins. He was a head coach in the NFL, and Bama said, We want an NFL coach. Like, you yeah. cannot fail. Like, like Nick Saban fell down to Bama because he was at the NFL and, you know, he was coaching the Dolphins and he got the fuck up out of there at the Lion and shit, you know. But you're not about to fail up. To, to Bama, no. Or, or self-sabotage your way to Bama. Like, they, they won't take it. They, they won't accept that shit. Maybe Dabo yeah. needs to go to the pros for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, that that was kind of my take last week, is that, like, there's just too many people that want that job. You know what I mean? Bama's got, they got too many people to pick from. Like, they they could they could get somebody else that's better. Uh, I think, I think Bama, Bama would is eventually going to name somebody and it's probably going to be somebody in, in on the inside. I could see it. Yeah, it is they're grooming. Somebody on the inside. I wouldn't even Makes be sense. surprised if Bama tried to do some coach prime shit and just find their most famous black at, uh, alum and just make him coach on some D'Amico Ryan shit. Shout out to D'Amico Ryan's by the way. He's doing great former Bama player speaking of so I, I I think they might try to go that yo shout out to Brock Purdy man fucking up um but yeah and Michigan beat the shit out of Michigan State as there's no surprise to nobody Drift you're 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 a Michigan guy not a Michigan uh Wolverines guy but you're from the state of Michigan uh what's the vibes like man I know you got people back home I know you got you know, yeah. boots on the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah the, I got a lot of boots vibe? on the ground. Uh, I would say vibes are a little strange right now because of the whole, like, investigation. Um, a, Like, obviously, everybody's, like, super excited because, you know, Michigan's super good. But um, there is, like, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that their investigation is kind of real um, and kind of a problem. So I think there's a little bit of, like, worry going around, too. Like, what if we get screwed on, like, the one year that we're supposed to win the Natty type deal? Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of a wait-and-see thing. But it's definitely, like, every Michigan fan, they're feeling like this is the year. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Georgia had so many guys that went to the NFL. And you kind of look around. It's like Ohio State's a little down this year. Like, your competition's probably the best you're going to get it. And, you know, Blake Corum came back for this year. So, um you know, this this is their year. This is all or nothing this year. If they don't win the Natty, it's going to be horrific vibes. Uh, and Harbaugh is probably going to leave uh, if that's the case. So, but in terms of Michigan State, they are down horrendous, man. I don't know if you guys heard, but they had like Hitler on the screen during the game. Michigan State had like a some sort of like intermission quiz or something or whatever, and. They threw up Hitler on the screen, and some intern got fired off of it <laughs> as they were getting blown out by like forty points. Uh, so Michigan State's pretty down. Put Hitler up on the jumbotron. <laughs> That's you crazy cannot put shit. Hitler, you can't put you cannot put Hitler on the jumbotron at any time, especially in these times where Jews <laughs> yeah. are getting stepped on. Where Jews are getting stepped on, like across the world, you damn sure can't throw. Hitler up on the jumbotron in these times, like right. no, what was, was bro doing? That was crazy. So, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, shout out to Michigan State Jordan Long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out uh, Lino for being at Michigan State too. Oh, oh yeah, Lino is. God yeah. damn, bro! You know how hard it is to. to 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 fuck to leave Virginia Tech for a worse situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He figured yeah. it out. Bro, he, he went to Virginia Tech three years ago. He went from our situation now to Virginia Tech again. Oh. He's reliving the same thing. 
Is he the curse? Yeah. Is Lino would, the curse? Lino got to be the curse, dog, because shit. <laughs> yeah, damn. We're blaming Mel Tucker on Lino. That's wild. I mean, at least, <laughs> at least for, this is why I've, I always thought that Fuente would never lose his job because Fuente would never do no horny shit like Mel Tucker. Like yeah, he's, a, Fuente, he's a Fuente he's was a family man. He's a family man. He was never going to have any. His worst scandal was that turkey bacon shit, and and trying to get a job at Baylor. Like, yeah, he won't go ever do. He was never going to embarrass the university like that. So, trying to get a job at a more Christian university was was Lino <laughs> here? That, that allowed um, hella rapes. What was that, Joe? Was Lino here when Galen Scott got fired? I don't know when he started at Tech. I feel yeah, like I he know. probably wasn't, but that's just my gut. Yo, my Le- gut Lino was an industry plant, bro. Because he just popped up. He did kind of just pop up. But yeah, he, I, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure he came with Bo. Didn't he come with Bo Davison? He was part he of that whole. Because he was just like a student or something. Maybe he came with you. I don't know. Nah, these motherfuckers was industry plants, bro. Just like them Berlins, bro. They just be keep popping up, too. Shout out to all the industry plants, man. Making more of them. I'm about to change my name to Berlin. Maybe they give me a fucking job. <laughs> Fran Ricky say, uh, what did what Ricky say? Uh, that motherfucker said, like, Bayline or some crazy shit. Bayline. Hold up, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Ricky, bro. Legend. So that's your week eight. We're going to go. I think that was week eight. We're going to move over to the next week. Oh, yeah. Let me hop over here. It's really moving along, bro. The season is moving along. This is how it happens every time, bro. It takes 75 years to get to the season, and then it goes by in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yes, always. So here we are, week nine. You know, we always got to put some teams together for y'all boys and girls so y'all can make a little money, you know, make a little money betting. I wouldn't say put together eight-leg parlay and pay the dummy tax. I would say put together two forms. No, yes. you know, no need, to pay the, no need to pay the dummy tax. The game... Game, this is game of the week vibes. It's going to be a big game, great atmosphere. We got the Oregon Ducks at Utah. Oregon is seven point favorites. I don't know if they played last week, but they had that they had that heartbreaking loss to Washington that fucked my ticket up. Uh, Dan Landon doing stupid shit, uh, going for fourth downs and shit. Forgot how to coach, but they they had a reset. You know, they got to shake that shit off, and it's right back into the pack. Shout out to the Pac-12, man. That shit, that's a tough league this year. They got to shake it off. They got a lot of good teams out there. They got a lot of ass teams, too, but they got a lot of good teams. A lot of good teams out west. And they all future Big 12 and Big 10 teams. But uh, Oregon is seven-point favorites. Cam Razin is still injured. Um, I think they said he's not going to play at all this season, right? He's out. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Cam Bryson, man. That sucks. He was a great player too. Yeah. Uh we're gonna we're gonna start with Joe. Who you got? Oregon, the seven point favorites, Oregon versus Utah. Ah hell. Give me Oregon. Joe rolling with the ducks. Drift. I'm going with Utah on this one. They got they got a great home atmosphere. They just they're just a tough team, you know what I mean? Uh, they're not really built like a normal Pac-12 team, I feel like. They're, like, way more physical than the average Pac-12 team, so. Uh, yeah, Utah Utah is Rocky Mountain, Virginia Tech. Like, yeah. good, good Virginia Tech, not this yeah, year. Yeah, no, facts, facts. Like, and like, gritty, built up, yep. like, great, guys. Great defense, like, great corners, too. Like, they've been sneakily putting in players in the league recently. Uh-huh. Uh, they got a good team, so uh, seven points is just a lot of points. Honestly, I feel like Oregon will win, but I think it's going to be just one of those close games, three-point win, you know what I mean, something like that. I've, I think I've been rolling with Oregon on some Clemson shit 
like just picking the organ. Maybe I just picked the uniform uh, or picked the helmet. Oh, fuck it. Give me Oregon. Give me Oregon. And uh, me and George just be liars next week. I think that's the way it goes. Oh, our favorite fuck ups, Clemson. Uh, speaking of West Coast, Clemson. Clemson is at NC State. It's a rivalry game. NC State is inconsistent, but this is Clemson we're talking about on the yep. gambling tip. <laughs> Clemson is 10-point favorites. I'm going to start this one off. Give me Clemson. Like, fuck it, right? Why not, right? We do the same thing every time. Here's the thing about the ACC. Teams, when they're great, they're inevitably going to lose. But when a good team loses, they always beat the shit out of somebody next week. So I'm taking Clemson as well. Joe. Man, I am never fucking right about Clemson. But I don't think they're well, going to be well, two times in a row. Give me the motherfuckers. Man, listen, bro. I've been chasing Clemson for three years. You'll never catch them. <laughs> you never catch the 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 UNC killers, the UVA Mount. Uh, I was say the Mountaineers, the Cavaliers, off the biggest game of the Tony Elliott uh, era. Uh, inevitably, let's, let's cut to the bullshit. They gonna get their fucking ass kicked. Uh, Give me Miami minus 90. Um, Miami off the biggest win of the year. UVA off the biggest win of the year. UVA shit was clearly uh, some monkey shit, some ACC shit. Uh, give me Miami, man. Joe, what you got? Ooh. UVA usually plays Miami pretty tough down there. Mm-hmm. 18 and a half a lot. Give me UVA. Ooh, Joe, I'm with UVA. I'm rolling. I'm I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the Cavaliers as well in this one. I've been. I I don't think I haven't picked UVA. The only time I haven't picked UVA this year is when they play William and Mary, and that's because I couldn't bet on them. But other than that, I'm rolling. I gotta stay rolling with UVA. Drift rolling with UVA. Maybe they turned. Maybe they truly turned the corner now. Maybe. Maybe. As this they lose by a, 75. <laughs> right. This going to be a good game. This going to be a real good game. Duke at Louisville. Now, Duke had a couple of heartbreaking, funny losses, especially with the health of their quarterback, uh, Riley Leonard. We talked about that. You know, him versus Florida State, he, he just couldn't go no more. I don't know what he's listed at on the injury report. So I'm not here to report if he's going to be playing or sitting. But uh, Louisville is at home, and they are favored by four points. Drift, what you got? I got Louisville in this one. I think Duke's going to kind of run out of gas with Riley Riley Leonard injured, coming off of a loss that they – that was their season right there. So taking Louisville on this one. Okay, I'll go second. And – I think I think I'm a. I like Duke's defense a lot. I'm fucking give me Duke, give me Duke. Uh, I'm I'm a roll with Duke. Joe, what you got? Yeah, I think it's gonna come down to who the better coach is, and I know Duke's got that. So give me the Blue Devils. Duke over Brown. Yeah. Right. Duke, yeah. Future Michigan State coach Mike Elko. Playing against yeah. Mm-hmm. Pitt at Notre Dame. Pitt is another one of those weird teams. It's hard to call. You don't, you know, and Pitt, Notre Dame. I don't want to call it a rivalry, but Pitt used to play Notre Dame a lot back in the days. I even before the ACC uh little deal they got with them. Notre Dame is favored by 20 points. Joe, what you got? Man, that's a lot of points. A lot of goddamn points. It also really sucks. So, like, <laughs> I mean, mm, Notre Dame's got a pretty good defense. I'm not sure that Pitt's going to be able to move the ball on them. 
But man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, give me Notre Dame. I think Hartman's going to light them up. It's at Notre Dame. Pitt only plays good at home. Yeah. Drift, what'd you go? I'm, I'm same boat with that one. Notre Dame. They cover easily here. Hmm. I'm also I'm also taking Notre Dame. Like Pitt is Pitt is stinky. Pitt is definitely stinky. Yeah. And Notre Dame's like on their killer shit right now. Like they gotta dominate the rest of the season to like have a shot at anything. So I think they're gonna be going yes. crazy. They're about to be putting it up, especially after that big USC win. I'm pretty sure they confidence is sky high. Yeah, they're coming on. They could dub USC. They definitely can dub Pitt. Yep. UNC coming off the stinker of the decade. No, it ain't any stinker of the decade. The biggest stinker since they played Virginia Tech in 2021. UNC coming off a stinky-ass performance. They play at Georgia Tech. UNC is 11.5 point favorites on the road. I'll start this one off. Give me the heels. Give me the heels. They're going to get right. And Georgia Tech is damn sure the, the proper team to get right against. Joe, what you got? Yeah, UNC also usually plays pretty good down in Atlanta. So give me the fighting Dans. Give me the Tar Heels. The fighting Dans. Dan was getting lit up today for his crazy take on Twitter. What do you say? He said that, like, Tech fans shouldn't be dunking on UNC because they lost to UVA, who's a rival. Uh, So people were like, okay. Fuck you, right? And then, it, um, and then everybody was like, okay, well, you're a UNC fan, so shut up. Right. <laughs> I agree with Dan. I don't know why Virginia Tech fans are so sour at whatever UNC got going on. And we say that they're our rivals, but they're not our rivals. They're UVA's rivals. Like I grew I like I grew up in a 757 and uh there people didn't say people didn't hate UNC around here. If anything, a lot of Virginia Tech fans are UNC fans in the fall. Yeah. I don't under I don't do. understand. Yeah, like I don't understand the like the bitter like no matter of fact, I do understand it. It just people are just sour like i remember there was a time when unc fans the football fans they do got they used to be sour at virginia tech when we were good like but it's like bro just level up like that shit could be solved like we don't play the like when the, the acc didn't even put us to have to play unc every year like bro they're not our rival bro i mean they're yeah. a they were a divisional foe but it's kind of like tech fans that think that uh Miami's their rival as well. Right. Like that shit is over with. Like your rival, I always look at a rival like this. Like when you see somebody wearing the opposing team shirt, like you gotta say something. Like, bitch, fuck you doing wearing that around here. Like, if it ain't like that, then it ain't no rivalry. ODU's more of a rival. Yeah, we we started punching down. We'd have made Liberty and them our rivals. Shit, me and Joe getting harassed and shit in the streets of Norfolk by ODU fans. Like that's <laughs> had, had us fighting our way to Waffle House. Hey, we was legit. <laughs> we was getting harassed, bro. That shit was crazy. Made me go off on Whip Babcock, man. That shit was. Bro, I would not have been able to take that. I would have been in hell. <laughs> Man, we was getting harassed. I would have been pissed. Thank God movie. I didn't come down for that game. <laughs> right. Uh, next year, oh, we cutting up in the 7-5 next year. We doing it right. Uh, I don't know what the – we'll talk about that shit off the record. But, yeah, man, we doing it right next year. That's all I'm going to say. Colorado, another team that's hard to put your finger on. On the road at UCLA. UCLA is 17-point favorite. Who turned into the guard? I think it's Drift's turn. Colorado on the road, UCLA. UCLA is 17-point favorite. And Drift, what you got? Give me the buffs. I got the buffs, to, buff. co- I got the buffs to cover here. Um, I don't know why. I just I got them covering 17 points. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go Buffs. Give me the Buffs, man. I think I've been losing fucking with the Buffs, too. They're another one that's hard to pin down. Joe, what you got? This is our truth of the week. Go Buffs. Give me the blenders. Put the shades on. Man, this is one that you could almost take Colorado money line. Like, I feel that confident. Let's go Buffs. That means that the Buffs are running up on Chip Kelly. And they smacking teams. Smacking teams. And last but not least, Thursday night, Tara Dome. <laughs> Thursday night. Hey, Thursday night. Virginia. I remember when Thursday night used to be like our night. Like, bro, you got to play Virginia Tech on a Thursday night. That's your ass. Um, yeah. I don't think we're wearing all maroon. They should have wore all maroon for Thursday night. That's that's like the combo. All maroon Thursday night. But I haven't seen anything about the uniform reveal. So if I was a guessing man, I think it's going to be maroon helmet, maroon jersey, white pants, black cleats, probably some that's, business like the tire. That's probably that's probably what it's going to be. But this would be a prime opportunity for them to break out the hokey stone blacks. Um, it'd be it'd be the best game for it. It'd be pretty sweet, but I doubt they'll do it. I doubt they'll do it as well. Now let's talk about Syracuse because Syracuse is they came out this season, they played their out of conference games, and they look pretty damn good. They look like a team that was going. If you ask, uh. Hokie fans three weeks ago when we was kind of looking, when we were losing and all of that, and they were winning. I remember because I was space at the end of every game and they would and they would list off the losses we were gonna have. And Syracuse was always one of those teams. Like we're gonna lose to Syracuse, we're gonna lose to Louisville, we're gonna yeah. lose to this team and that team. You ask a Hokie fan now, you would think they never said this shit. Now Syracuse is one of the winners. So but in reality, Syracuse played UNC. No, they played Clemson, UNC, and Florida State in consecutive weeks or consecutive games. So it, are they a bad team, or did they just have a really, really tough spot in the schedule? Uh, I, I don't – I mean, I think it's a combination. I don't think they're a bad team, first of all. Um and we'll get into the game preview in a sec. I don't think they're bad. I think they played three really good teams. But the other thing about it is they got fucking smoked by all three of the teams. Um, you know, Florida State 41 to 3, UNC 40 to 7, Clemson 31 to 14. Uh, like they were not competitive games at all. Um, and, and when it comes to playing us, you know, obviously we're not great, but this is a Thursday night game, it's a sell your soul game. Like, we're coming off a win. They're coming off some bad momentum. So, I think that's where the good vibes are coming from. But, I mean, I just pulled up from back to week five. Uh, Joe picked Cuse to beat Clemson at that time. I picked I picked Cuse to cover against Clemson. <laughs> like, we thought we thought Clemson, we thought thought Clemson, Syracuse was good going into that Clemson game. And, obviously, they fell yeah. apart. But They have fallen to the wayside. Yeah, I mean, I picked them the following week against UNC. They fucking lost that. So, yeah, they uh, they they've had a tough go around, but um, I don't think they're bad. I don't think they're bad at all. I think they just they played some really good teams and had some shitty games. They're gonna give us a run for their money, that's for sure. They definitely had a they definitely had a tough stretch of games when you got to play Clemson. And then you got to go on the road at UNC and then go on the road at Florida State and then go on the road at Virginia Tech, which Virginia, just like playing at Syracuse, playing at Virginia Tech is a hard place to play. It's a hard place to win, uh, contrary to the shit that be going on at <laughs> Virginia Tech. It's hard to get a you know an ACC road win at Virginia Tech. It's easier than it was 20 years ago. But it's still a hard place to get a win. If I'm not mistaken, Syracuse did it recently. Then they, when it, when, that they, was that was yeah, on, they, that was here, right? That was on the what the like the damn near hail mary to win the game or the long ball against oh, yeah, Dorian Strong. Strong bro. Shout out to Dorian yeah, Strong. Yeah, put it over Dorian. 
Helped Dorian, us get rid of Fuente. Dorian they Strong that, revenge game. They had that big Ooh. Canadian kid. He got past. He got behind us, and he did. He did what it do. Shout out to Garrett Schrader and all of that. But um, what's the keys? What's the keys to the game? We'll start with Joe. What's your keys to beating Q's? Number one, you got to keep Schrader in the pocket. Don't let him run on you. He He's pretty good with his legs. He's a big kid. He falls forward a lot. Force yeah. him to throw the ball. Because he's really – he's not that accurate of a passer. I think he's got, what, five interceptions on the year? And he's only got eight touchdowns. So, I mean – He's been starting all year, and he barely has more passing guards than Kyron Jones, who came in like two games to the season, you know. So force him to throw the ball. Don't let him get loose. On offense, got to control the clock, man. No turnovers. Control the clock. Extend the possessions. Grind it out. Yeah, my, mine is – Yeah, mine is a – Gotta keep, like you said, keep him in the pocket. But I think this is gonna be the first game where our corners, our secondary is gonna get tested a little bit. Um, and, and just because Garrett Schrader can throw the ball, he can throw the ball pretty well. So, um, I think our secondary will win that matchup because uh, their wide receivers are not that good, and I think we'll match up pretty well, and I think we'll win that matchup. But uh. If we lose that matchup, I think that's where the game gets out of hand right there, and I think that's where we go south on us. So we got to make them make them run the ball, make them earn it, don't give up big plays. Because I'm so sick of those big plays, man. Every time we get an ounce of momentum, they fought, the other team scores every game. So eliminate that, please, this week. Uh, and then I think we'll be fine, honestly. The, the atmosphere is going to be insane, I'm sure, in Blacksburg. These Thursday night games are always cool, so – um it'll be a good one yeah my key my keys to the victory is also keep garrett keep garrett straight away you can see him uh do not allow any six foot six canadian montreal kids to get past you in a must win situation things like that and uh malachi thomas his his coming out party uh was you know, when we were starting to see, like, okay, they had this Malachi Thomas kid stash, you know, on the roster, and he can play. Uh, that Syracuse was part of his initial run. So I say, I say, and obviously we like tooting, but uh, Malachi Thomas is also coming off, you know, his best stretch of football in 2023. So maybe get Malachi Thomas the rock. See see if he can recreate some of that 2021 magic that he had. And uh this is gonna be a this is gonna be another tough physical game. It's gonna be a ga- game where the team that is the most physical at the line of scrimmage wins the game. Uh Park Clements, my boy. I hope you've been you know, I hope you nice and prayed up. I don't want to see you getting beat like a drum on every rip. You know, right. The Hokies, are, the Hokies are three point favorites. You know, once again, hey, second game in a row, Hokies close as favorites. Right. Uh, yeah, we need this win. If we get, if we get this win, I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good about getting a bowl. Um, yeah. and uh, this, this will be, this will be a nice test for this team. I'm excited to see how they how they respond with a little bit. It feels like there's a little bit of expectation in the air. Like people are starting to kind of be like, "Oh, we should make a bowl now." So I like to see how they respond to to that, how they play. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the game. Yeah, de- yeah, definitely. It's gonna uh, this game is gonna be pivotal. As far as Virginia Tech's bowl dreams, obviously we still got NC State down the road. We got Louisville and we got the University of Virginia. Uh, still a lot of football to be played, but uh, a loss here and the bowl dream would be kind of not. It wouldn't be done, obviously, but it, it would be scary hours for the for the bowl dream. Uh, and 
like Drew said, if we win the game, we're four and four. We're in the driver's seat for a bowl. And and Virginia Tech fan, before anybody asks us to say the standard, no, the fucking standard is not making a bowl, but the prediction, you know, because your predictions and your standards might be two different things. But most Virginia Tech fans predicted six and six. They'll make yep. a bowl. So I predicted no, six it's not and the six. standard. We don't want by year three, year four to just make a bowl, obviously. But for year two, coming off a three-win season and where we were and where we at now, you got to just take what you can get, man. You got to just take whatever you can get. Any building blocks you can get. I'll take those extra three weeks of practice. uh, Yes. uh, a A nice military bowl against Navy where we get smoked. But, hey, I'll take it. That's progress. Extra money now, too. Progress. The uh, an equal revenue sharing. Yes. Money for the program. More money. money. Exposure. Exposure. It's it's making a bowl. Making a bowl would would help us in a lot of ways. Right. It'd be be big. It'd be big. Keep out of DuPont Circle if we go to the military bowl. Keep Mm -hmm. them out of DuPont Circle. Keep him out of the MGM. Remember that Kuma story? And we're good. <laughs> Keep him out of the MGM. <laughs> Keep him out of the MGM. Keep him off DuPont Circle. We are good money. We'll be chaperoning. We'll, we'll make be sure out there chaperoning. <laughs> yeah, get them, have them a private chaperone. Get them private, home. Private. Get them to the hotel safe. We need Dan out there in the streets. He would definitely lock that shit down. Yeah, <laughs> that man to be a victim out there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it should 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 be good. I'm I'm excited for the I'm excited for this game. It, it's it's nice to come off a bye week and be kind of excited. If we had lost against Wake, I'd be a little depressed right now. So at least we got a little something to look forward to. Yeah, and the, and the, and the best thing about is you know you're gonna have guys. Fresh, spry, and even though our bye week is cut short, it's like we get the bye week back all in a way. Yeah, it's almost right. like getting two bad. It's almost like getting two bye weeks. Damn near. Yeah, you you split it up right down the middle. Yeah, you Thursday, you split yeah. it up, and next thing you know, they get another extended week. So, you know, they can be. Cause who's after this? Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. You know, shout out to everybody making the, the pilgrimage to Louisville. I will not be there. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So you get rested up. You know, maybe Louisville is, you know, fraudulent or whatever. We we don't know. But yeah, that's going to be also a tough test on the road. But we'll get to that when we get to it. Anything we need to say or, or let the people know before we log off? Yeah, we got to talk about what Hokie Sports tweeted today too, man. What Hokie Sports tweeted today? So they tweeted about Hokie lights, which is ironic as hell since we don't have LED lights. And they want all the fans, when they see it on the Jumbotron, to open the Hokie Sports app, hit the menu, and hit Hokie lights to join their In the Air Tonight show. It, I believe it's uh, during the first quarter, media timeout. It's just super ironic because we don't have LED lights. So they're like, Hey man, you got one on your cell phone, don't you? So it's like it's sponsored by Coke. So it's like, hey man, why don't they pay for them things? But it's just super ironic, you know. They're gonna have all the fans pull pull up an app that we know is not gonna work with the Wi-Fi in the stadium because nobody has service unless you got you're on the west side and you got Verizon or Sprint apparently. So it's just it's a disaster in the making. It's another Whip Babcock snafu. Kind of calling it now. Yeah. Boy said, "What y'all need lights for? We got lights at home. Shit, <laughs> lights shine the same. Yeah, lights shine the same. <laughs> <laughs> the damn LED lights. Everybody got a flashlight in their pocket. Yeah, man. Shout out to that. Shout out to that Lane Stadium Wi-Fi, man. That shit is like, bro. Don't ever." Lose your your date, lose your kids in Lane Stadium, bro. They are lost and gone forever. You ain't getting it. 
No kind of contact. It is a wrap. You might as well find an alternate way home, or they need to find an alternate way home because they are lost. That shit is over with. I'm talking about, bro, you got to have your, you got to have your woman. Y'all want to get something to eat or drink? You got to have her hand the whole time, bro. Because once y'all lose contact, that is a wrap. You was not making that phone call, my boy. That is over with. Anything else we need to address? Hey, go hit go hit up the 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 TikTok and uh, show us some love and rate us five stars. We appreciate that shit. And yeah, the Patreon. Five stars, Shout out, hit up yeah. the Patreon, hit up the TikTok, rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple, man. It, like showing love is free, but like showing love is free, man. Yeah. And the YouTube's coming, getting the channel set up. Uh. Josh and the gang are going to be breaking down film on YouTube, so stay tuned. Yeah, YouTube coming, like, we're trying to get up in the content space, and these kids like to say, back in the day it was called making videos, but now it's called <laughs> making content. You make it sound all professional and shit. Content creators. But, uh, content creators. Like, motherfuckers don't even call themselves YouTubers no more. or podcasters anymore now they're content creators like bro get a job (laughs) at least we all have jobs (laughs) yeah speaking of jobs I got a new job I'm leaving my old job I'm going to the direct competitor taking my talents to South Beach Um, I'm going to go the competitor I'm going going to the competitor I'm going to the competition the bigger company though um I'm going, I do tile. I'm going to continue to do tile. I'm not switching careers or nothing. Uh, just going to a bigger company. And, uh, you know, I'm going to continue my, my tile adventures. I'm going to continue doing what I do. You know, I'm not going back to scaffold. So I think, that, I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, thanks, y'all, for tapping in. Foel, you about to say something, Joe? Nah, that's it, man. Oh, that's it. Uh, we want to thank y'all for tapping in with 4L, man, the greatest Virginia Tech podcast of all the lands. If you think differently, fuck you. Especially if you got this far in the podcast and you don't think that, like, bro, come on, man. At this point in the podcast, bro, only the real ones are still here, bro. Shout out to yeah. y'all, man. <laughs> you still here at this point. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we want to thank all y'all for, for coming through, man. Sean kicking it with the guys, man. We got it. We got the Syracuse review, Louisville preview for y'all coming next week, especially with the lads and everything like that. Until then, though, y'all, God bless. Valentino when I step Calico on my right Michael Draco on my left Caught the body, then I left Good gas, nigga, come take a breath Had to get them up and clean up a mess Make these niggas feel the pressure A hundred rounds, I'm too an extra I just been dependent on test Mac 90, show you how to make cash